Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns. Welcome back again. We're about to get into another episode. And yes, people, so everyone who does listen to this, I need you all to do me a favor. I need you to comment. I need you to DM me. I need you to tell me exactly what you think. You can tell me if you like it. You can tell me if you don't like it. And believe me, I have gotten critiques of all the above. One time a person told me, they were like, yeah, this is just boring. I was like, okay, but I accepted it. And eventually they listened to another episode and they liked, you know, that one better than they did. Uh, And a friend also told me about um, how the episodes were for him. And I used to have a podcast with some of my friends and he was a bigger fan of that one. And I wasn't, I wasn't mad at all because you can't, I can't force people to relate to something that I'm talking about. And that's what helped me change the better for the better as an entertainer also versus trying to get somebody to clap for you. You just go out there and you do it because you love it versus trying to make them love you because you can't make people love you. If it was that easy, we'd all be in love with the people we want to be in love with. But anywho, yes, remember everyone follow me on all social sites. James Major Burns on most social sites. I am James Major on Twitter. Big Balls 5 on uh snapchat don't judge me we talked about this but um yes listen to the other episodes and you'll hear it so again this is a safe place for myself and others to express themselves about what's going on in our lives and our world here you get a chance to see what's behind the mind of the creative versus what the world sees and thinks because what you see ain't always the truth shout out tatiana for that line right there And again, this is a place for you to share, learn, and laugh together. And we are all in this together, no matter what. what. This is our world, and we just have this one Mother Earth. So when she done, we done. So get it together. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest. My newest stage daughter, Marisha Ruth. Hello! Wow, that made me so happy, your stage daughter. Yes, I am gathering my kids up quite quickly, but <laughs> only the special ones. And I can't wait for you to meet your other brothers and sisters. I don't know when you'll meet Michaela because she's in Singapore right now. Shout out to her. She oh just gosh. got there. Hi, Michaela. Only 352 more days to go. <laughs> oh, no. I sent that to her yesterday. She was like, yeet, it's been so long. <laughs> Hi, future sister. Yes, and she'll be 22 soon. Aww. Birthday coming up. 22. But- yeah. <laughs> Funny story about that is I didn't really care for that song until I was about to turn 23. And then I felt like... You're like, dang it, miss my chance. But it was only out for a short amount of time before I turned 23. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. And my friend was like, but you about to be 23. Yeah. And I'm like, hey. I'm really into that. Like when I was 16, Hillary Duff has her sweet 16 song. I would play it all the time. Like in the morning, wake up, like I'm 16. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Hillary Duff, Love I don't her. know if this article came out yet or how they've talked about it, but she was um, going to be releasing some type of story about how Disney made her play a white girl on TV. Mm. And I can't remember what her exact, um, what her um, ethnicity makeup is. But she's not a white woman, and they made her play a white girl. So now she's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Disney children have said a lot of stuff about what they were forced to do. And you see how some of them have grown up to have issues. Yeah. And uh, still, just I wasn't one of those Disney kids. But um, right, <clears throat> right. But <laughs> it's it's really sad. And I but I also love um, the ones like Raven and seeing them from a child into an adult now and how their careers are and how they had to break out of that um, A plus kid role or um, image. And then there's Miley Cyrus. Oh, She went to the left, to the left, like all the way to the left. And I liked when she had, you know, came out with her. um, I I forgot what the CD was called, but it had, you know, Wrecking Ball and everything on it. A classic bangers. Yeah, right. bangers. bangers. Oh, but now I really wasn't a big fan of Malibu, but I do think Me Miley. Me either. Everyone loved that song. I was I, like, mm. I was so disappointed. And one I thing agree. I didn't like that she said she had said something along the lines like, "I don't really. I'm like done with the hip hop stuff. I'm gonna get back to like what I used to know." And I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, we're just trying to use this genre of music. Trying to get back to Hannah Montana, right?" And but now she's 
Did you see she dyed her hair blonde and she was posting, like, I'm really Hannah Montana now, like, a couple months you, ago? I went to the movie theater with my girlfriend oh. to see Hannah wow. Montana. And I, I was sitting that. there. I was like, you want to see this, right? She's like, yes. I was like, okay, we're going to go see it. Man, I was, you know, trying to be all as cool right. as I can, but I absolutely loved the Hannah Montana Obviously. movie. And I liked the show, but the movie was everything. Speaking everything. of it, I need to find it so we can watch it. We got to watch it now before we leave. Okay, we'll watch it. And The Climb, that is my song. That is still Shout out my to um, one of my closest friends, Tommy Cole. That is our song. We it's had a very special moment during that song. Yes. So let's in my heart. get into this okay. episode. So Marisha Ruth. Hello. Is that your real name? That is my real name. Marisha Ruth is my real name. Um, people call me Ruthie because Marisha is a lot to handle sometimes. Now, why is it a lot to handle? Um, well, maybe it's like a personal thing because like growing up and like throughout high school, I like got made fun of every day for my name. So eventually I... Just wanted to be new and like reinvent myself. So, I love it. Yeah. So Marisha Ruth is your stage. Marisha name Ruth now. is my stage name now, and um, people call me Ruthie. Here. I love Marisha. But, uh, I do I, too. And I like Marisha Ruth. As I your do name. too. I just um, I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to hear comments about it, so I just Ruthie is easier. Well, you know why it's funny to me because I feel like your name is more. It's closer to what girls, like black girls I know. So when I, at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, she, I was like, this isn't not a typical white girl. Because when I saw Marisha, I was like, she must be from somewhere. I'm like, she's about to have an accent because I've never met a white girl with a name like Marisha. And it's okay. You know, we got shows to do. We all here. It's fine. We need to stay hydrated. I'm just wheezing. We're but fine. when I saw it, I was like, Marisha? Okay. Yeah, I know Marisha's, Marisha's back different. home. So my best friend's name is Tashika. So our whole life growing up in in school, they would be like, oh, last name Williams. They wouldn't even try. I get Marisha. Marissa. Marisha is the worst. You know, oh my gosh. Marisha is just ugly. I'm sorry if your name is Marisha. I don't think any of your names is Marisha. Are, are, are Marisha. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Might be. It's so ugly and I hate it. So like Ruthie, no one messes up Ruthie. No. Like Marisha? Is that then, it? Well, you have a name that's not your typical name like James. That's why I go <laughs> by James. Major Burns, all of the above at all times. Accent on the major. Yes. Emphasis. <laughs> but um, when you have a name like Marisha, people tend to call you all type of other names and add letters, take letters away from your name. It's like, Marianne is like, wait, what? Spelling is really funny when you say, like, my name is Marisha. Before I started going by Ruthie, when I would go, like, out to Panera or Starbucks or something, and I was with a friend, say, Riley. Hey, shout out to you, Riley. Love you. Um, She, I would be like, okay, you're Marisha today. Like, tell them your name is Marisha and see how it is. And they'll be like, hello, my name is Riley. Um, I would like to order. (laughs) And then she'd say Marisha and they'd be like, huh? (laughs) And for me, it's it's so annoying. Like I said, I have a lot of friends or cousins and stuff with um, not your average American names. (laughs) And first of all, these names that they think are so out there, I'm like, we live in Ohio or we live in America and names are given to you by your parents. Mm -hmm. They can call you whatever they want to call you. What makes this name out of the ordinary? I am thankful that my mother decided to give me a unique name, but sometimes growing up is a little hard. Yes. Yes. But sometimes I I used to wish that I had more of a unique name versus James because I feel like the seagulls on Finding Nemo. Mike, 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 (laughs) Mike, Mike. That's how I feel when I'm in a room and there's five other Jameses. And we're like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? Major or, or Burns. Major. I got called Burns in high school. And then I was like, James, Major Burns. Oh, yeah. And funny enough, I did not like my middle name growing up. Really? I did not, do not, I did not like it. Honestly, I had an aunt yeah. who called me Major. I feel that. She was the only one I would answer to. She would be like, Major. And I'm like, stop. It was this movie called Major Pain that was out. Damon Wayne's. I love the Wayne's brothers. And he had like this funny accent and the way he talked and everything. It was just really funny. So they would be like, oh, Major Pain. And I was just like, Oh, I hate it. Stop it. No, Major Burns. No, it's Thank Major Burns to James. Major Burns. I know, right? Yes. Yeah. Y'all see that? <laughs> you see what she did there? So, I wanted to bring you on because, one, you're in Shrek the Musical as the elf. She's elf one. I am elf one and the only elf. Right. So, 
Is this your first professional? This is my first professional show. First time Yay. getting paid Come for doing through. theater. Fresh out of high school. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just graduated. I'm the baby of the quote adult cast. Right. Because um, we, we have actual children that are like <laughs> six and five to six like 12 to 15, years old yeah. or like 15 years old yeah. or whatever. And then there's that small little gap. And then there's Marisha And then there's Ruth. me. And all the children thought I was... 15. Right. Um, They're like, why are you with them? You need to be with us. Yeah. That's kind of the ongoing joke that I'm 15 or 13 or just a child in general, but, um, I embrace it. (laughs) Right. Because in 20 years, you're going to be like, I wish I still looked that age or true. Right. But I embrace it all. I'm, I'll do my best to embrace the wrinkles when they come. If they come, please don't let them come. They won't come. I'll do my best, but hey, as long as I get to grow old, I'm happy. So, I wanted to bring you on because you're in Shrek, you're a professional, you're going to school for musical theater. So, let me ask you this. Let's start with Shrek the Musical. Okay. When did you find out about auditions? About auditions? Um, I think it was last summer, actually. Last summer. Um, I was working... That's a while. Yeah. It was like when they announced it because I had a friend that worked... With me, and he did shows here. His name was Desmond, and he told me about it because I used to do community theater in the summer, and I was looking for something new to do because I didn't have the best experience last year. And so he told me about that, and I just kind of kept that in the back of my mind, and talked about it more at like Christmas time because we worked again at Christmas, and I just kept thinking about it. And then there were other, there were two other shows that I was interested interested in doing too, and so I was just you know, juggling back and forth between that. Greetings. We're back. Let me hear you talk. Hello? So this is real life (laughs) situations going on right now, people. I did not have my interface plugged in, so we were just recording right on the computer. So the sound might have just changed for you, but stay tuned. And this is a process. Again, I told you, started from the bottom, now we're just above it. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Y'all gonna join us and hopefully stay tuned for this journey until I get that couch and that channel five. You'll get it. You will get it. Evening slot. So, um, anyway, how you found out about the audition? I knew about it for months, like through other people that have worked here. And when it came around, it was right after. It was after my last college audition. Fun fact: Should I tell a story of my audition? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, I did like. 10, 8, or somewhere around there. 8 or 10 college auditions. In like Ohio? Or? N- no, I traveled to, it was mostly in Ohio, but there was like one in Indiana and like, um, but I was at Kent State University for my last, it was my last college audition. And the Shrek audition was the morning after, and Kent is like, you know, three, three and a half, three hours away from here. Yeah, about three. Um, and so the whole day, I, I knew it was here because it was the first, um, it was the first audition of like all the summer things that I was thinking of. So I was like, I might as well do it because if I'm not cast, and I can still audition for the other things. So the whole day I'm I'm like juggling with it because we're three hours away and we spent the night and it was the next morning. So we would have to get up at like 4 a.m. and drive here. Who were you with? I was with my parents. So my parents, being the lovely people they are, thank you, mom and, and they dad. Are I met them. Um. I had my audition. We saw their show. Shout out to Felicity. She was in the show that we saw before I knew her. Felicity is in the show. In oh, Trek. that is so great. Look at that. I know. Isn't that fun? So we saw the show, came home, slept, woke up at 4, left the hotel by 5. It was my mom's birthday, and we drove straight here. Ooh, come on, support system. So That's what I am thanks, Mom. That's, I keep telling her that when I come home, and I have, like, a great story from, like, rehearsal or like a show I'm like thanks for waking up at 5 a.m on your birthday mom love you that uh, is sweet yeah so I drove here and Tommy was here and I hadn't seen Tommy in a long time because he was in college and I was not right. um and life. yeah and there were like 75 80 people here there were a lot of people here it's so funny because I was at that audition too and I don't remember seeing no that. yeah I don't and I'm sure we probably walked by each other right isn't that weird auditions first mm-hmm. we were and, waiting forever right so I actually do remember seeing Sydney and Felicity now I remember Sydney because they were really loud <laughs> But I love them now. <laughs> but on the day out, they were in this that small room across from like the bathroom. Oh yeah. And they were just loud and talking with everyone else. And they were walking. They kept walking back and 
over us. And they, when we talked about it at rehearsal, they were like, we had on flower dresses. And I was like, oh, mm. yeah, I do remember I, you guys. I remember now. you. You were loud <laughs> the whole time. Sydney came over because she knew Tommy, and um, he introduced her to me, and she gave me her fake, like, Australian accent that she does because her name is Sydney. She panicked. She panicked. <laughs> And my wheezing. Yeah, she panicked. Um, but yeah, and then went in there, sang my 16 bars. I sang Not for the Life of Me, Thoroughly Modern Millie. I was in Thoroughly Modern Millie at the time, so that was weird. But um, went in there, sang my 16 bars, said hello. My name is Ruthie Osowski, and I'll be singing Not for the Life of Me. Ruthie what? Osowski. Why didn't you introduce yourself as Marisha Ruth? Um, I don't know. My, my name is a lot. Marisha Ruth Osowski is like a lot no, to handle. Just, why don't you just... Uh, uh, like this was your first time to go on the, um, was it your first professional audition? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. First one and one. Okay. Yeah. But why did you, why were you thinking like, okay, this is my first time to introduce myself. I wanted to be called Marisha Ruth. So I'm going to start right now. It was kind of my first time introducing myself as Ruthie to people actually, oh. because that's when I decided like when I went on college auditions, I was Ruthie. It, it would say Marisha Ruth and then pre- parentheses Ruthie like and my headshot said Ruthie because that's what I want to be called like throughout college and by my friends and stuff mm-hmm. but I would go by Marisha Ruth at all times at all times mm-hmm. get in their minds mm-hmm. yeah but we are still like in Dayton Ohio so like when I moved to New York and like do all that stuff it's Marisha Ruth I would start now and correct people so they could figure out because one thing I'm, that irritates me is when people continue to say your name wrong after you told them and because I'm like do you not care that's kind of why I hate my name Marisha <laughs> is three syllables yeah so this I, I worked with a girl named Tiana mm-hmm. and this lady called Princess. her Tiona Tiana didn't mind it boiled my blood because she was an older woman. I was like, so you just don't care to say her name right? No, yeah. That's why I started going by Ruthie. Because it's Marisha. Marisha. And it's so ugly. And it makes me so mad. And I hate it. So and It's not hard. It's no. not like it's a name from a different language with a different dialect that you just have. We don't use this type of um, way of speaking that you have to learn. Like sometimes when people, Asian people move here and they just use simple names like Sam or Tom or something. And that's not the real name. And I've. I forgot which show I did last, but I met someone's dad. Um, who was her name? Um, I think Holly. But I met her dad, and he was telling me his name. But I was like, well, what's, what's your real name? And he told me. I was like, that's not even really that hard. He was like, yeah, but I, people butcher it all the time. And I'm yeah. like, that. I, I'm like, okay, I get it. That's I feel a it. completely different language. We've never used this type of syllables together. True. But Marisha. It's Russian. It's just not hard. Tiana. No. She called Tiana. her Tiana every day. Have you heard of the princess? And her name was Betty. Now, what if I went in here and called her, hey, Betty? Hey, Betty, every day. She would be like, why do you call me that? Yeah, because it's annoying. It's just, uh, like I said, it's three syllables. If I, you do what you want, but Marisha Ruth is your stage name. I will it go is. by it at all times. That's it like Trade Trades decided that he wanted his name to be Trayvell Maurice. Everybody never forgot his last name is Smith. Hmm? And there is Trayvell Smith. But now that they see Maurice, they're like, wait, is Maurice his last name? No, it's his middle name, but it's his stage name. So he's addressed as Trayvell Maurice. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, moving on. So Moving on. Enough about my did name. Did you get a callback or did they just cast you? They just casted us. There were no callbacks here. So when did they? They didn't do. I think Saturday. S- when did you find out? Oh, my gosh. We tried out. It was um, March, March 2nd. Okay. Um. Saying 16 bars, no dance call, nothing. And I'm a dancer at heart. I came out and said, we're not dancing. I thought I was going to get cast based on my dancing. And so as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, they'll do. Well, they said they would do dancing at callbacks, but then there weren't any callbacks. So when I got a call in, I was going, it was after school because they were trying to call me all day at school and I'm in school and I can't use my phone. So it was after school before. Well, you listen. <laughs> I listened. I mean, I was checking it, but I couldn't physically put it up to my face. Hey, high school, love you. Don't. Right. Just kidding. Um, but it was after school before rehearsal for our spring musical. And when was it? When was my spring musical? It was at the end of March. So it was maybe March like 20th, like somewhere around there. It was right before tech week. And I called them back. It was actually funny because I called them back and then I kept getting put on hold. And then I would go inside 
for five minutes, and then I would come back out and call him again. And then I go go inside. I would say like they're talking to someone else right now, and so I was like, "Dang it! I want to know like what this is." I thought it, I thought it was a callback call. Oh, okay. And so when I finally got, I kept going in and out, and I was like, "Sorry, guys, I just gotta um, I just gotta like go outside." And when I finally, when Chris finally answered, she was like, "We would like to offer you um." role in, in the ensemble for Shrek the Musical, I was very confused. I was extremely confused because I've never, I've always been known as, like, the dancer. So the fact that I got in yeah, on, like, my voice. 16, oh, thank you, my 16 bar singing and my resume was, like, I don't know, it was weird. I was very shocked. But. Did you put on your resume that you're, like, headed to school? Did you know at the time I didn't know. Going? I didn't, I hadn't even heard back from Colleges at that point, or I had like not even all of them. Right, because that was in March. Yeah, you graduated in June. I graduated in June, and decision day was May first. So, and I didn't know a lot until like then. (laughs) So that's lovely. But speaking of decision day, how did you come up with the decision to go to Ohio Northern? Uh, I love this story. Okay, so I'm a firm believer in like signs. I like to call them God moments because I love my boy Jesus. But um, shout out to shout out to JC. Love (laughs) you. Um, so I was accepted into few colleges and they like big ones, Wright State University and Ohio Northern University were the two that I was really deciding between. And I had a meeting with the chairman of Wright State University. Shout out to Joe Deere. I love you so much. Um, and just like we talked about the program and he gave me tickets to see their show and I loved oh, it. Free tickets. I know. And but ONU offered all the accepted students free tickets to their show. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to go to their show. And it was um, right right before spring break, I think. Yeah. I just, so what show did you see? I saw Young Frankenstein at Ohio Northern. Ooh. And it and was... Did you see the show at Wright State also? Or yes, I did. I did see the show at Wright State. But I grew up around Wright State, so I've seen many yeah, shows. It didn't really it change anything in my mind right. about... But I, I loved it. It was a great show. Thanks for the free tickets, Joe. What show was that? Um, a Little Night Music. Okay. Yes. And so when I went to ONU, um, it was beautiful. I walked into the auditorium for the first time and, like... Oh, it was gorgeous. The seats are red, like velvet, and there's chandeliers, and there's little crosses on the wall because it's a Christian school, and that's like really important to me. So I just felt very at home. And watching the show, I'm like, yeah, this is good. And at the end of Act One, they had the, this huge tap number, and tap is my favorite style of dance. She's amazing at it. Dance captain. I love... <laughs> we just got to throw that in there. She was selected to be a dance captain for Shrek the Musical. Thank you. Um, so I watched the, the tap number and it just kept getting better and better and better. And they kept adding more and more people until there were 26 people on stage tapping and doing... I did competition dance for many, many years. And they were doing steps that were to the level or like harder than... Um, the tap that I would do and compete against other people in, because usually when you see tap in musicals, it's like, okay, time step. Like right, and you see, you know, they have a few people who can actually t- step tap and then they throw like the other people in there that can pick right. up easier moves. Right. But everyone is killing these like difficult steps. I start sobbing. And then your mind is like, oh, psh, decision made. I, literally, I start sobbing. And that was the end of act one. And my mom is laughing at me because I don't get... I don't get, like, emotional about things in, in public or around my parents or, like, when I'm watching shows or movies. Like, it's not me. And I'm sobbing. My mom is laughing at me. And my dad turned to me, and he goes, done. <laughs> done. But wait, there's more. Um, as the show progressed, there is this one character that falls in love with the Frank- Frankenstein's monster. And as, this, as I'm watching the show... Love her. Love her. I was right... I was just... I just finished my um, spring musical at, in high school, my last musical, and I played Miss Dorothy Brown in Thoroughly Modern Millie. And she sings a song that's called Aw, Sweet Mystery of, of Love. That's the main song that she sings. And I, I, I've never seen Young Frankenstein before. I've never, I didn't really know about it. I love shows like that where yeah. you don't have like, any expectations mm-hmm. or even know the music. Right. And so then I was watching the show, it's act two, 
the character falls in love with the monster and she sings Aw Sweet Mystery of Love. And my mom then starts crying because we're like, that's my song. Like, that's what I just did that. You didn't know that. I didn't know that that I was going to happen. I had no idea. She starts singing. I'm crying. My mom's crying. We're just an emotional time. She was laughing at you like however long ago now. (laughs) I know because she was like, oh, my God. It was just such a God moment, and I loved it, and decision done. So when you left, you guys were just like, that's it was awesome. Also, it was the best show I think I've ever seen. So did you contact... It was incredible. ...the chairman of Wright State? I did. I sent him an email thanking him because I worked with him at um, a theater company for high schoolers called Muse Machine here, mm-hmm. and he directed Hairspray and Hello, Dolly that I was in, and I love him, and I sent him an email and was thanking him, and I was, like, crying writing it. I was so emotional because I love him and I love his work, but I just knew that I was supposed to go to ONU. And he sent me back a really nice email and said he was always going to be my fan and cheering me on if I need anything, That's that great. I can still contact him. And it just, yeah, it was nice. So how is it being, are you Christian? Or are you Catholic? I'm Catholic. Okay. So, so both. <laughs> how is it being like openly loving of your religion? Because I know in theater, there aren't as many. Yeah. In fact, there are a lot of people who have, may have been turned away from the church, especially, yeah. you know, gay guys. Yeah. So how is it being surrounded by a lot of people who almost have like a resistance of... I feel inclined to show them love because I, when I think about doing theater and like as a career, I like to say that my vocation is to spread Jesus's love through this career that's not always Christian, you know, not necessarily make them be Christian, but like right. show them that they're loved and like no one is against anyone. An, an example and of what we are led to believe of what religion or spirituality, Christianity or, you know, Catholic is supposed to be is first love versus mm-hmm. what we exactly been through see on tv and it makes me so sad when i'm around people in theater that are gay or they're like oh jesus hates me i get so mad because god created all of us here's here's my thing that's like my number one rule in life god created all of us and god doesn't make mistakes and god made you the way you are therefore he doesn't hate you he loves you he makes no mistakes you were meant to be that way so it is a very unfortunate thing because again, you know, there's a lot of. I was telling somebody else. There's this line in um, Finding Neverland. One of the kids ask one. Um, he asked a question to one of the adults in the show, like, "Have you ever seen a fairy?" And he turns to him. He said, "My good son, I work in the theater. <laughs> I see fairies every day." He said, "I see them every day," and I crack up at that show. I saw it twice. I crack up. So I saw Listen it twice. To that. But it is something. There are a lot of quote unquote fairies in theater <laughs> and a lot of them have been have turned away from the church because of whatever reason that they've been through and they feel like they just weren't receiving the love that they thought they were going to receive or wanted. And that makes me so sad. So sad. That is I've never once been taught that being gay is wrong in my I went to Catholic school all grade school and all high school. I had a teacher that was very a man holding a man's hand and loving each other. Amen. Like, the church loves that. Love each other. Let's just love each other. That's literally the, the number one rule, and you're doing it, so I don't know what the issue is. That's another confusing thing, because you're like, well, I thought, I thought Jesus loved me. Jesus does love you. This is me, Marisha Ruth, telling you Jesus loves you. Thank you, right? Come on. And my best friend is a Christian. He's openly gay. And then I have two very close friends, the Madisons, that they are, like, the perfect example of... Christian love, and um, um, Anthony, he's actually going to marry me and Trey. Aww. He told us, he actually threatened us, but he grabbed us, and he was like, first of all, I'm marrying y'all. I was Aww. like, okay. He was like, and I don't care what anybody got to say. I don't care what my church got to say if they want to kick me out. Like He's like, I don't care. Y'all my friends. Y'all my family. I'm going to marry you, and if anybody has something to say, whatever. That's so sweet. And I'm like, oh, that. That's great because I literally was like maybe one of somebody we know can get ordained to marry us because yeah. I'm like I don't know any like pastors who would right so when he did that I was like oh well that that's so great to hear because 
of life. And Trey actually had a traumatic experience with the church and being mm. gay and stuff. So he actually went through a process that we all fear. So being in the church and then have the people just basically shun you. I don't understand that. I Especially see these pictures children. from churches that are like, gays word in hell you know annoying things it's like, and it's like hang on you're from the church so why are you spreading hate i'm confused like you're doing the op you're the one that is sinning right now like not i'm oh it, I, it, yeah. I mean, we could be here all day literally it makes me so mad anyway but again i'm so happy that and even for people who believe in christ they sometimes become the minority when they get into theater because yeah. it's now like for you to be so proud of it, sometimes people can be like, oh, she's a Bible toting person. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, she's just like the rest of them. And they just start assuming things about you, too. That's another reason why it's so important to me to be like in this career. I want I want people to know that I am Catholic and that I love everyone and that I and that's not what Catholics teach. Right. That's, that's not what I was taught and in my even, church. That's not what the only thing that defines you as a person. We use other things like we see on TV and in the media, and we let those definitions of a word define everybody like that. And we already mm-hmm. know that you can't judge a people off of um, a gr- what somebody else. If somebody is claiming something, that doesn't mean everybody in that group is like that. But that was lovely. Yeah. So oh. moving on. I'm glad I got to talk about that. Yes, I'm glad. And I didn't plan for it either. <laughs> so nice. So what was your first impression of the cast when you met them? Oh, my gosh. I was so excited. I was very intimidated. I am a very, like... That is so surprising to me sometimes when people weird? say that. I'm... I don't, I'm not, I don't go out of my way a lot of times. I was very happy to have my security blanket, Tommy Cole, with me um, because I he was really the only person I knew in the cast. Actually, he was the only person that I knew in the cast. And we walk in, and we're just so, like, timid and just excited beyond belief. And I see everyone, and we could pick out, as he said, you could pick out Shrek, and you could pick out Fiona. Immediately. And then as soon as you walked in, I remember turning him turning to Tommy and saying, if he's not Donkey, I'm quitting. Because I heard, sorry, I heard you speak and was like, yes, yes, <laughs> that's him. Um, I was just really excited. That's really it. Everyone just seems so, I was scared, but really excited. So what were you expecting versus what um, is going on now? I wasn't like the show or like the people. Both. Um, Nothing went as I was expecting. I was expecting my own room, baby. Listen, I still have my own dressing room. I have my lights. I want some red. That hands. that was that was kind of a big surprise. I thought we'd have a little bit bigger dressing rooms, but you know, we make it work. We've done thirteen shows, about to do our fourteenth in like two Ooh. hours. Uh, if that's not counting Tech Week. Not counting Tech Week. This is the fastest show I've ever put together. I was gonna say, same. Yeah, I've always worked on shows. Because, I mean, I'm 18. Like, I've only been in really high school and, like, community theater shows. And um, we take two months. Those shows prepare you for things like this, though. They do. They do. Especially my director, Megan Ween Sears. I love you. You prepared me very well for a 16-day rehearsal process before opening day. That was tiring. It was so tiring. I knew we were going to be rehearsing in a garage because I've known people that have worked here and they warned me about it. Right. And I honestly, I was surprised at how much fun I had. Like, I was sad. We bonded very quickly. We did. I was sad when rehearsals, like when normal rehearsals oh, ended. yes. Because, because I, we were all bonding over how hot and tired we were. But I like... We were having lunch together on the ground in circles. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I keep coughing. Um, but I remember coming home. And my mom's like, you look so tired. I'm like, I'm exhausted and I'm so hot and I feel gross, but I would not trade like that day for the world. I, it was the hardest rehearsal of my life and I'm so happy I was there. This is what I told her. Yes, I am like, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want this time to end. No. We have, like, we have two months and I'm still sad. I told Tommy literally on the third day, I'm like, why am I sad that this is ending in two months? I should not be sad right now. It just started. And I'm thinking about going back home. I thankfully get to go back home and do Dream Girls with some of my friends that Aww. I have performed with since 2015. So, That's so I'm very excited. But then I'm going to miss all of you. And I was telling I um, Thomas. We're coming to the wedding, though. Yes, you are. My yeah. children will be there. I was telling Thomas and um, Nasir last night that um, 
I said, I'm so jealous because when I leave, I'll be four hours away. But like, if you guys wanted to hang out, you you can. Like, we yeah. all just met, but you get to see each other because oh, you all live here. Oh, that's true. But I live far. I feel like you guys are like the glue that holds us together, though. Um, like the four of you that aren't from the four here. Best friends that <laughs> anyone can have. Yeah. And then literally me, Farquad, Dragon, and Fiona. We all live. Distant, um, um, sometimes way, but even them, they all live in New York City, well, or New Jersey, <laughs> New, New Jersey, York. close so enough. They're like so close, and I'm like, <sighs> and the dragon of Fiona were talking about, um, and I love the, I love seeing other people's friendships blossom. Yeah, I, I, I love it, and I'm just like, I hope you guys have fun. I'm sad, but I'm like, I gotta go to New York. I want to see so them. That was so sad, and I, I am. It's like so bittersweet. <laughs> I'm like, but could you imagine? And the type of person I am, and I feel like we have similar energy. Like, I love people hard, whether we're going to be friends forever or not. But when you, like, bond with somebody and connect with them, I'm like, I, I could do this in every show I've been in. That's I'm literally like, what I was thinking in yesterday. Be? I'm like, why was I so scared? Because I was nervous to be here, you know? Like, I'm the youngest one. And, like, just out of high school, everyone's at least been in college for a year studying theater. And I was so nervous coming here. And I was thinking about it in the shower yesterday. And uh, good shower thoughts. Always my best thoughts come <laughs> in the shower. shower thoughts. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I could, like, how great of an experience this has been so far. That's going to be my whole life. Exactly. That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. And for me, I'm 28, and this is my first experience being, like, away from home from for this long for a paid gig. Yeah. And I've been thinking about what to do next because, you know, I'm getting married. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to pick up and just move to New York City still because it's a lot. And I'm right. planning a wedding. And I can't, even with auditions, I'm like, do I go on another audition? But I'm getting married. I already have, like, things in order. So I have to wait Either way, and I have like things to occupy my time, and we put on our own productions, so I'm happy with that. But I'm like, I'm like, what am I gonna do next? What am I gonna do next? What? It's just so many things going through my mind because of this process. Yeah. And then, like I said, um, it's been hard being away from Trey, also, but it's definitely an experience. I'm so happy I got to go through, and I do understand also that we are lucky to have a a cast that we do because what's bad as we will have this expectation going into another show. I know. We are all friends. Go into another show and be friendly or cool or friends with everyone. I did not expect this to happen. I did not expect this to happen and it happened and I'm so thankful but it just makes it harder to leave and to like start a new show where it's not going to happen the same way. What I've been doing lately in my mind, I'm like, okay, so I've already bonded with this person, this person, and this person. So the rest of the people in the cast that I do like, but I feel like I haven't really been able to individually bond with them. Like, so now I'm going out of my way to like learn a little bit more about them because I do understand that all of us won't be on the same level of like coolness. Right. Right. That's just how life is. We're all, made up of different ingredients. Some <laughs> ingredients don't go well together. Sugar, spice, and chemical X, if you're me. Right. Everything nice. <laughs> but um, moving on from Shrek, so what is Muse Machine? Muse Machine is a theater, well, not even theater, it's more of like a, a company that inspires Dayton's youth about all things art. So is it like a community theater for... Not really. So it's, it's a... Do they have a building? They have an office in downtown Dayton. It's, they have, their main thing isn't the musical. So they're a company that inspires, like they go to, they travel to schools and they teach them about um, movies or about sound or they'll do a Shakespeare, like a shortened Shakespeare play with like, or, or puppets. Like they just have so many different forms of art that they share with schools around the area. They travel. And or DCDC, which is a dance company here, they they'll travel with Muse Machine, partner with them, and they basically just want to bring the arts into the schools so can in the you area. To Muse Machine. Yes, you so are. You, you can. Have or, to I'm a. For them? Yes, I'm a Muse Machine member. So um, at, most schools have Muse Machine clubs where you can. It's like five dollars. You like bec- become a Muse Machine member. And you get a little tag, and you have to be a Muse Machine member to audition for their winter musical that they do every year. They, they only do one musical a year? Um, they do a winter musical, and then in the summer, sometimes they do, like, concerts. So, but yes, one musical a year. And it's just a cool way to meet other people from different schools that also love doing theater, and you would have never met them before. 
And that's how Tommy and I, we didn't meet doing these machine, but that's how we became like really close. And that's how I met a lot of my really, really good friends. And you get to perform in our, in the Victoria Theater in Dayton, which is kind of the, a big theater that like touring casts have performed in. And so it's really cool to like be in real dressing rooms and like be on a real stage and perform in front of an audience of a thousand plus, which you wouldn't you don't get even here at Lock of Media and like right. it's yeah. it's really really cool I definitely got the opportunity to do that a few times um, we did um, the national tour for Rocktopia and then I did Guys and Dolls at the Regional Theater downtown in Youngstown Powers Auditorium DR Performing Arts Center and um, it's you know they bring professional shows through there so when we got up there and I had my um, room me and Benny shared a room in Guys and Dolls and it was just very nice to be up there. It's and really cool. Be in that, um, the dressing room. I was yeah. Like, wow. Oh, and, and then be on the stage. And for me, when I did Rocktopia, when we did um, the show in Youngstown down at um, Powers, I was just like in the chorus. And I just kept thinking to myself, I'm like, I just want to be in the front. I'm like, I, yeah. I can't wait to have an opportunity to just be up there. Yeah. And I love being in the chorus also. And I loved watching those. Oh, they were amazing. And I got to meet Dee Snyder. Ooh. But um, I got my opportunity when um, I was Nicely Nicely Johnson. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, as I, I would just I always just go stand center stage by myself in front of the Yes, audience. yes. And I just, looking up, that was actually the first auditorium that I performed a musical in. Because in throughout school, I always performed on a gym stage. Our high school didn't have an auditorium. And my community theater was at a church. So we built our stage out. like, And we just set up chairs. So stepping on that stage, I was doing what was it? Hairspray. And we did the last, you can't stop the beat and confetti came down. And I just remember like my eyes like watering because I'm just so happy looking out at the real stage lights. I'd never been in a show that had, um, fly space or like different backdrops or anything wow. like that. It was such a cool experience. And that's when I, I was like, yeah, I need to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love those moments when you realize like, okay, this this is, I think this is what I want to do. Yep. And I've fallen out of love with theater and fallen back in love with it just because of, you know, self-doubt and things yeah. like that. So it's always lovely to remember those moments. And when you can think of them, they bring you that emotion again. So a few things. You're a party princess. <laughs> yes. How long have you been doing that? Um, I haven't even really done it this year because of college auditions, but I started my the end of my sophomore year in high school and I just graduated so only like two years um I know a lot of girls back home who ended up doing that and I'm jealous because first of all they're not geared towards any male characters in the show so I'm ready for a show a movie about a Disney prince I kept trying to get Tommy to be Kristoff with us because we did Anna and Elsa that was our thing and then unfortunately for me there's like no black characters for me to be so yeah that's sad. That is really sad. I literally have thought about it. They asked me to be Jafar. I like asked to be Ooh. Jafar one time. And then like another character. I was like, uh, he's not, uh, okay, whatever. It's always weird when I see <laughs> like a Jasmine and an Aladdin and they're just tan. I'm like, okay. That's the T. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, where are the guys? I'm like, I'm like, can donkey be like? Oh, a person, you know what, no. And I know, like, how they do the things. Like, I know a group back home, you know, you can't. You're not Elsa. But if somebody says, can you sing an Elsa song? Oh, I can sing Elsa. I'm just the ice princess. Yeah. So they yeah, get exactly. That's how you don't have to right. pay for rights and right. stuff. Right, so that's how they get around things. So they're like, I'm ice princess. If somebody addresses you as Elsa, I mean, you can respond. You can respond, but you can't advertise yourself as Elsa. And were you mostly Elsa? Yes, that is what we did. Because um, it was our own business, my friend princess. and I. We were the Snow Sisters. Oh. And we worked a lot of parties, and we worked festivals and and like stuff like that um, for two years. And then I was asked by my friend, Kara Miller, shout out to you, love you, who owned a birthday party princess like business. And she asked me to be Belle for her. So I was Belle for her once with her business. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. It's hard at meet and greets here. After the trek, we do meet and greets. I want I have to stop myself from being like, hi, princess, how are you today? Because that's how I would, I would refer to everyone as princess and, like, say, I love your ball gown. And I just, like, have to stop, like, (laughs) 
because I'm so used to that when I talk to children. But Right. And for me, those meet and greets kill me. I said, it's harder than a show. <laughs> Just standing there sweating to death. And yeah. then people are always like, you're, pro- you're probably sweating to death, aren't you? I'm like, no kidding. Yeah. Thank so, you, Captain take Obvious. Your time. It's take hard your because time. it's we just did I'm a believer, which is like lots of energy. And then when you're right dancing after the finale though. Right, right. Right after the finale, right after the whole show, and you're dancing and you don't realize how hot you are, and then you come and you stand still in your costume that and, is thick and now you're wool just and you're just radiating heat. You're like, I didn't realize I was this hot. Because usually you can come off stage and take off your costume. But nope, you just stand there for 30 more, more minutes. I don't have any place for the heat to escape. Yeah, My you, you really. Like, Yesterday I laid down. I said, nope. I can't. <laughs> and not realizing people Sorry. were going to come and lay down and take pictures with me. I was like, oh, this is Wait, lovely. you laid down during the meet and greet? Yes, right on the ground. Ah! That I laid is so down funny. And just like put my hand up over, on my head, and people came and sat down and took pictures with me. I was like, "This is that's lovely. incredible. We should do that every day." So, we kind of talked about it, but what are the goals that you have for yourself? <laughs> okay, I love these. They make me so excited. When whenever I'm sad, I just think about this. I want to work in Disney World. I've wanted to work in Disney World since I was three. I've been a party princess. I need to be a real princess. My goal in Disney World... I'm too excited about this. I'm sorry. My goal in Disney World is to be either Ariel or Belle in their shows that they do. Because they're always, like, musical theater students. So... The shows, as far as like you know, when they go into the castle and they like speak. The, no, no, no. Like the performers. Um, the, performers. Okay. the performers. I would love to be a face character princess, but like I really want to be no, in the I Beauty and the Beast face musical. Characters, you know, I don't know how well they get paid. One of my best friends is a face character down there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say your name, but you know Probably. who you are. Yes. Because you're just friends with right, her. Right. Never her. You're friends. You're her. friends. Um, and she loves it. That's great. I knew a couple girls who did it or worked, like, other jobs there. And for them, it was, like, okay, but it right. wasn't what they expected. You just can't expect a lot of it because right. they're not going to pay you what you think you're going right. to get. And like People at Disney World and Disneyland, they still get paid minimum wage. Yeah. And it's to me, that's crazy. It's more of an experience bucket list thing for me. Biggest company in the world. Yeah. And I'm like... You're going to pay somebody minimum wage and you're literally almost making trillions of dollars. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. But anyway. Fair. But yeah, I, that's, that's more of a bucket list thing just because I've gone to Disney every year since I was two. So I oh also or would like, not every year, but basically my right. family goes to Florida every year. Um, or I really want to work Universal. I want to be work in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and be a performer there, and either there. in the dancer, Bobaton dancers, or in the frog choir because I am a Harry Potter nerd. Mm. Um, so that's that. I want to be, my main goal, like as a performer, is to be in a touring cast. This is literally the same goal as Tommy had, but I, I came up with it first, okay? Um, I want to be in a touring cast more than I just want to like be on Broadway. Because everyone right. that does musical theater, they're like, I'm going to move to New York and be on Broadway. But I would rather, like, of course, if I get that offer, right. I will I take it. I don't know about the rest of my life, but Obviously. But. but I... Like, if I'm never on Broadway, I'm not going to be sad. If I'm never in a touring cast, I will probably be sad. Like, that's that's the main thing I want to do. I would like to. I would like a tour. Yeah. And at then, least a tour. Yeah. And then after college, I want to work on a cruise ship. Because you could just save all your money. Because yes. you don't have to pay for rent. You don't have to pay for food. And you're traveling. I love to travel. Right. I just went on my first cruise this past year, and I think about it every day. Like, I want to go back, and I want to be one of those performers on stage because the production value... It's insane. It's literally Broadway. I had no idea it was mm-hmm. like that. Broadway on the scene. I had no idea they were that. So Huge. we're going to be wrapping this up soon. Okay. Because we have to get back for our second show tonight, you guys. <laughs> but before we oh my end, gosh, didn't realize can you the time tell the people where they can find you on social media? Yes, my Instagram is at Marisha Ruthie. That is M A R I S H A R U T H I E. Yes. And my Twitter is Marisha Ruth without the IE at the end. And my Snapchat is That's So Ruthie. That's so cute. <laughs> yes. I'm a Disney Channel nerd. Grew up on it. Yeah. Don't get it started. That's for another conversation. <laughs> but before we leave, is there anything you want to ask? Yes, me? there is. Yes. I have been waiting to ask this question. So you want you want your own talk show. I want you to tell me about your talk show. What segments do you want? What who what guests three guests that you want to have on your talk show? Anyone? Anyone? Oh my gosh, I've never thought about that. So 
So as far as segments go, I would do like for my for like information that like you know everyone knows or like things that's been in like the blogs or whatever. One thing I don't want to be is like a gossip okay. um, show. Like so I don't want to. Yeah, be you're like not like that. Wendy Williams is more. Um, Tyra, the Tyra show. Love my girl Tyra. And Life Size is my favorite movie. But as far as things, so I would do a segment, and y'all don't take this because I'm going to sue y'all because I own the rights to it. <laughs> but I'm going to own the rights to it. So anyway, <laughs> I would do a section like called So I Know Y'all Heard, and I will have the audience say, Heard what? So I know y'all heard about old boy getting nominated for whatever award. So I would have a So I Know Y'all Heard section. That's which so would basically fun. would be my um, trending topics. Section. Oh, okay. So, hmm, three guests. Um, just right now, the people I can think of, the people I've been like seeing recently, Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, because I absolutely love her. Dolores Van Cantier. Um, Van Cantier was one of my first Beyonces. I Aww. call her my Beyonce. I, I'm not gonna say Beyonce because she doesn't do. Um, uh, I thought Beyonce would be one. She doesn't even do interviews but i will interview todrick i was gonna say is todrick yes. on there yes todrick. we bonded over our love for todrick and i would probably have the cast of pose like for ev- like what's ev- for everything going on right now like what i've been watching lately i was th- thinking about i would have the cast of pose i love that in. and of course i would have many other guests but i would definitely have um whoopi because i just absolutely have always loved her i love every movie i've ever seen her in and then Todrick, because of what's going on right now in the world yeah. and what he means to me. And I got to, a chance to meet him. <laughs> and then the cast of Pose, because it has Billy Porter, MJ Rodriguez, Dominique Brown. It just has uh, India Morris. It has a bunch of people right now. And right now the story is just very important. And what it means to me to have, like, these things on TV is just, like... I love that. Um, just, like, even with the kids in the cast. You know, I'm almost 10 years older than them. So when I was in high school, coming out was not in my vocabulary. So that was 10 years ago. Imagine 10 years before that, yeah. 10 years before that. I could never imagine being those people. And we live in a crazy world, but that's why there's people like me and you trying to spread all the love that we All have. the love. And Jesus loves you. Wait, what would it be called? Would it be called Third Degree still? With James Major Burns? <laughs> or is that a secret? Is that what it's going to be called? Yeah, I think I'm going to... So eventually I want this to be a visual, but I think I will still call it Third Degree unless they want it to be something more friendly for the daytime or the evening. But either way... <laughs> third Degree keeps me I want my own... I like... I want my own studio. I want to be in charge of the lights. I want to, I want my own, like, building. I want it to all belong to me. I love that. You'll get it. Yes. You'll get it. And I'll have you right on. Yeah! Fresh off our national tour of Legally uh, Blonde 2. Oh! Uh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on Legally Blonde. Marisha Ruth, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> One day, it'll yes, happen. Yes, it will. But on that note, people, thank you so much for tuning in again, and we will be back, back, back again. Oh, <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.